UEBO. Vice President of Legal Affairs at Landmark Legal Foundation, Mike O'Neill, joining me now to have a little chat. Hi, Mike. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. I mean, I, I've had people bring me coffee and and oh, that sounds great. Stockings full of chocolate and lefts or lefts. I've got all this stuff here, Mike. I feel loved today. You're working in the right place. I know, right? <laughs> all right. So, Landmark Legal, um, this whole thing in Colorado with with pushing sure. Trump off of the ballot. Mm-hmm. The, I'm I'm actually pissed. I'm I'm going to go ahead with the P word sure. because this is just so. Uh, I, what's the word I'm looking for? Egregious. I mean, I, 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 I can give you a lot. Of, I can give you a lot of. I can give you lawyer words. I can give you real words. Okay, I mean, let's go with lawyer words. Is this even egregious, allowed? outlandish, unconstitutional? Let's say. Let's start with. Let's let's start with unconstitutional here. Let's let's look at the bottom line. And the bottom line is this. The, the Colorado Supreme Court effectively disenfranchised millions of voters who were poised to vote for Donald Trump in the pre- presidential primary and then subsequently, in it, assuming he re- received the nomination, in the general election. They took away the opportunity for these individuals to cast their votes. Now, how did they do this and why did they do this? They why? did this because, well, why? Because an organization, a private organization, a couple of private organizations have brought lawsuits alleging that Donald Trump incited insurrection and therefore, he is disqualified for serving as a as as president of the United States under Section Three of the Fourteenth Amendment. This is an obscure provision. This is a provision of the Fourteenth Amendment. Now, keep in mind, the Fourteenth Amendment is part of the Reconstruction Era amendments, the Thirteenth, Fourteenth, and Fifteenth Amendments. These are the amendments that were passed in the wake of the Civil War, with the Thirteenth Amendment right at right at the very tail end of the Civil War, but at, right after the Civil War, when we were reconstructing, when we were coming trying to build back our country. Well, this provision, Section Three of the Fourteenth Amendment was applicable to Civil War soldiers, to Confederate officers, Confederate politicians, Confederates in general, and said, look, if you engaged in rebellion or insurrection against the United States, i.e. you waged civil war, year-long civil war, hundreds of thousands have died, most bloodiest horrors that ever befell our country, you are disqualified for serving in the federal government as an officer of the federal government. So how did this work in practice, presumably? You would say, think, Okay, maybe Robert E. Lee, he was a beloved figure in the South and in Virginia. This didn't really happen, but say Robert E. Lee returns back to his home in Virginia. Virginia, Virginia re- is readmitted to the Union. Well, Robert E. Lee decides he wants to, to run for Congress or serve as the senator from Virginia. Well, Robert E. Lee is disqualified from serving as the senator from Virginia in a readmitted Virginia after the Civil War because he engaged in insurrection. He waged war against, his, against the United States of America. So this is what this was applicable. Now, Section 3 has, it kind of languished in obscurity because it was never used because we never had insurrection and it just never happened. So we had hundreds of years, over 150 years, where this provision of the Constitution, there wasn't even a lot of scholarship on this up until the past couple of years. Well, the left came up with this theory that Donald Trump, in his speech on the ellipse on January 6th and the activities leading, and his tweets leading up to the days leading up to it, engaged in an insurrection, quote-unquote insurrection, and therefore he is disqualified from serving as President of the United States. Can you imagine? Everybody in America who is mad about what happened on that day can now never serve an office, right? Uh, or encouraged it, and that's the dangerous <laughs> thing. Is Fawn, you really, you really put your, you know, you put your finger on it. Is the precedent that this presumably would establish, right? So, if 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 that is insurrection, then what about other things? You, you essentially what they've done is they've weaponized these groups, and then the the court that's affirmed this this decision have, has weaponized this section of the 
of the 14th Amendment and being able to use it as a cudgel against political opponents. So, for example, okay, Chuck Schumer is standing on the steps of the U.S. Supreme Court, and he says, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, you guys are going to reap the whirlwind if you overturn Roe versus Wade. And then subsequently some idiot goes out and decides he's going to threaten the life of a Supreme Court justice, gets arrested for brandishing a knife outside the home of a Supreme Court justice. Well, is did uh, Chuck Schumer engage in an insurrection? Rashida Tlaib, she gives a speech for the pro-Hamas, the uh, pro-Palestinian demonstrators who are right adjacent to the Capitol, who upset and interfere with the operations of the Capitol, upset the operations of the DNC, and and interfere with the operations of the government. Rashida Tlaib gave a speech supporting that. Well, did she engage in an insurrection? You see that this the, the, the lack of a limiting principle here, and you see the problems that arise when you decide you're going to weaponize this section of the 14th Amendment. Very mm-hmm. dangerous game we're playing now. Well, you know what needs to happen then, Michael, and I, I don't know if this is possible, but if I were Trump, I'd sue everybody on the left who had any sort of even tweeted about this stuff. I would sue them to pay all my legal bills. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and that's the point, is, is whether there, there's any veracity to this. Well, I mean, you had this, the Colorado Supreme Court. and the Four to three, now, by the way. Four to right, three. It wasn't and, unanimous. And, no, it wasn't unanimous. And interestingly, that's, those are seven all-democratically appointed justice, ju- justices on the Colorado Supreme Court. So, I mean, I think it's a testament to the argument that three of those justices who might have been predisposed to rule in a certain way were convinced to rule in the other way. Mm-hmm. So I believe, look, and I, I, let's, let's, let's bottom line this. It's, it's, most, it's going to go to the Supreme Court. It's, it's, in, it's imperative that the Supreme Court make a decision on this because this isn't the only case. There's cases in Michigan, there's cases in Oregon, there's cases in Maine, there's cases in New Jersey. And if this decision, this Colorado Supreme Court decision, were to hold, then it would just encourage these to be everywhere. So it would be just a complete brush fire. It's already a brush fire, but mm-hmm. now it would be a conflagration of just everywhere. So what, we're having, what, what, what the situation now is procedurally is this Colorado Supreme Court decision was stayed. In other words, Donald Trump can continue to remain on the ballot because the lower court actually ruled that he was eligible to serve. I won't get into the technicalities of it, but this Supreme Court decision was stayed. That means the, the status quo holds. That means Donald Trump, for right now, pres- presuming that his, that his attorneys, that Trump appeals this to the US, U.S. Supreme Court and the court takes it, this decision will be stayed until the Supreme Court makes a decision on this matter. Specifically, and it, again, it's incumbent upon the court to make this decision. This is a matter of constitutional interpretation. And again, this is unprecedented. This is a, this is a case of first impression. We've got constitutional law issues all across our country, hundreds and hundreds of years. You've got everything. You've got good jurisprudence, all kinds of jurisprudence and scholarship done on all these constitutional law issues. Well, guess what? There's very little out there on this issue. It's really because it's unprecedented. So we're really in kind of unique times, scary times, but unique. Well, they're quagmired in Colorado right now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at, at at Oregon and New Jersey and the other states you were talking about, they jumped on this like flies on poop as soon as Colorado's Supreme Court mm-hmm. said, let's go with it. They're like, yay, let's do it too. Now, these are all Democrat-led states. So if anybody is somehow trying to influence an election, could not these states all be sued for trying to sway an election when the Supreme Court says, that's not today, Satan? Well, right. you know? well, well again, if the court, and I, I am guardedly optimistic that the court will have a, a fairly definitive ruling that, yeah. this, that he is not disqualified. And, not. Look, this, and to give you just a quick, quick and dirty analysis of this, let's, let's assume, and I, again, hypothetically speaking, assuming that their arguments, that the people that believe that this section of the, of the 14th Amendment is, is applicable and that he is disqualified, assume they have good arguments. I'm not, I'm not saying they do. I'm just saying assume they have good arguments. 
the people who argue, like like myself and Landmark Legal Foundation, we have good arguments too that that he's not disqualified under this. If if two sides both have really good arguments, then the default is to let the political process play out, i.e., return the decision to the voters, because inherently this is a political question. Everybody knows everything there is to know about Donald Trump. He's a known quantity. I mean, goodness gracious, how many investigations have we seen? We know everything about the man. Mm-hmm. So guess what? It's ultimately incumbent upon the American people to decide whether they want to select Donald Trump or presumably Joe Biden as their next president. Let the political, my, quote, my point is this, let the political process play out. Don't cheat the process. Don't take away the rights of the voters to choose their next president. It's funny because the left loves to say that they're all for voting rights and for voting and we want to have open voting. We want everybody to choose who they want to be. Don't all about choice. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. They want it all about choice all the time. Well, guess what? They're removing the choice of the American people to choose the American people's to choose their next president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's complete election interference. You know, the Michigan appeals court affirmed a lower court's ruling that Trump could remain right, on the ballot right. there too. So, I don't care if the man is convicted of everything and is in the D block at a federal prison. <laughs> I still want him to be president because now I'm pissed. I'm just I'm at the point where I'm sick of it. Right. I'm sick of the way they're treating him. I hope it comes full circle. I hope he wins. I hope he chooses a vice president who's just like him. I do wish he'd stop with the nicknames and the name calling of every other person who's running for office because it's off putting to some people, but it's who he is. I mean, he's never thrown a he's never been in something where he hasn't thrown a counterpunch to his dismay, I think. But, you know, don't start nothing won't be nothing. These guys started with him. And so he's fighting back with everything he's got. And a lot of people are like, well, we know everything about him now. He's a horrible person. I'm like, the FBI even knows what Melania's underwear looks like. So, I mean, you've treated this man with such disrespect, his entire family. But how dare we have the audacity to want to look into Hunter and Joe Biden's fiscal irresponsibility with the money of the United States of America and 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 availability to get to him through his son i mean this is so ridiculous biden should be thrown out of 1600 pennsylvania avenue for being a traitor at this point in my humble opinion but it's trump 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 and these same states like biden right and you're and you're making you again another fantastic point is that the, the the one of the genius of our constitutional system is that the American people have the people have a it, it provides a release valve for us. In other words, if you're frustrated, you can go vote. You can agitate to vote. You can you can effectuate change through the voting process through the political process. Right. Well, people like are rightly frustrated. This is throwing a match on a already on an already burning tin. I mean, on, on a on a on a bomb. Essentially, this mm-hmm. is throwing a match on a on gunpowder. We're mad. You're saying now. People are ma- people are already mad for all the other reasons, for all the reasons you just laid out. I mean, for the the impeachments, for the investigations, for the prosecutions, for the un- unceasing hound- hounding in every single way, and then the, and then the double standard. You see Joe Biden getting away with what he's getting away with. Every every effort is made to cover up Treason. what he's doing. Yep. Everything, everything, and there is no sincere. There are no serious investigations. The only ones that are doing this are a couple. How, you know, well, there's an impeachment inquiry, but there's no federal law enforcement investigation to speak of that are seriously investigating what's going on. So people see that there's a double standard. Everybody's already frustrated and angry. And on top of this, now you're adding to this. You're saying, oh, guess what? Colorado Supreme Court saying you don't even you can't even vote for him. At what point is too much going to be too much? And it's again, we are on a very dangerous road. This is a 
a dark time for America because you are losing the, the systems that have been put in place to ensure that the population, that the people, don't lose faith in the institutions and the electoral process. Mm-hmm. Well, well, for he can still be a write-in candidate. I mean, he might not be on the ballot, but people can write him in. They didn't say that part. Right. And again, I do think, I think in regards, obviously there's a, a whole host of issues. There's a presidential immunity case that's, uh, that's going to be in front of the Supreme Court. There's so many different issues with, with, with constitutional legal issues with Donald Trump. But in this particular issue, in this applicability of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, I do think, again, my opinion is that the, uh, that the, that there is going to be a positive resolution that the Supreme Court is not going to conclude that he is ineligible to serve under this section of the 14th Amendment. So I do think we'll be able to put this this brush fire out mm-hmm. at this point. That's not to say that the larger problems aren't going to continue on. He has to say in his opinion for the emailer, it, it, he has to say it's his opinion because we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it's his opinion. He's, right. he's so a lawyer. He knows why, he's why got to stick that in there. Yeah, we yeah, have to say uh, allegedly we have to do those things. But in well, I my opinion, Supreme, I, I can't definitively tell you how the Supreme Court's going to roll. So no. I have to say well, it's my opinion. I'm going to raise my hand and say I think it's going to be a landslide goose egg for the people who I are for so. this on the Supreme Court because it's asinine. I don't see them wanting to set this as a precedent or it's going to happen every time we have right. an election. We are the laughing stock of the world right now with Biden turning into a Roomba after he makes a speech every time he's oh, somewhere. Oh, my goodness. So it's, it's embarrassing, and the fact that the Democrats even have him on the ballot again shows a little bit of their hand on how illegitimately ignorant they are about how the country needs to be run so it's upsetting so where do people go to read more about landmark legal and what you all do michael uh you, you can check out landmarklegal.org our website landmarklegal.org as i said we have a brief already on our website from an earlier a michigan case that we you, you talked about earlier mm-hmm. we anticipate filing additional briefs in these cases as they go forward so check out our website <sighs> landmarklegal.org thanks for coming on and stay in touch because this this one really frosts my pumpkin i cannot stand stuff like this that is is just so audaciously ridiculous and then they have they they have the the balls really to <laughs> say that that we are the ones being unfair this is stupid it's it i can't believe we're even talking about it but here we are right just as a final point i mean you're starting to see this language point up that i, I saw one of the editors of board of editors of the new york times on joe scarborough the other day and she was using the word confederates people who support donald trump are confederates that is not by that is not by accident they are trying to equate the J6 stuff with the Confederates, with the Civil War, because the more they conjure those images, the more credit they have in, the, in these cockamamie arguments that they're proffering. So look for, in addition to you know the, the, the typical heated rhetoric from the left, new language, Confederates, etc., that sort of stuff. Yeah, and it's throwing around Nazis and Trump. Being, uh, Hitler, whatever. They're stupid. I'm originally from North Dakota in Missouri now. I guess I'm a Confederate now. Because I, I don't know. Trump? I mean, I, I think if you're going to vote anything other, if you disagree with anything other than the radical West in, insane policies, you are now a Nazi or a Confederate yeah. or want to destroy the American America. Well, their whole live and let live thing is blowing up in their face because it's live like me or out with the off with the heads. It's not working out. Michael, thank you so much. Have a very Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas. You too. Take okay, care. Okay, you too. Bye-bye.